Welcome to Waypointers, the new podcast for agency and technology leaders, bringing you insight, advice, and knowledge from the leading lights of the creative, digital, and tech landscape. In this series, we'll bring together the brightest minds in the industry, together with our own in-house growth advisory specialists, to share illuminating topics and conversations to grow your business. I hope you enjoy this episode of Waypointers. Hello, I'm Phil Gripton, partner at Waypoint Partners. And 2022 marks my 30th year in business, where I've spent a great deal of time in technology, telecoms, digital, and the agency space. But today, I'm particularly excited to be talking to David Keane. David's been in the business of business development for some 25 plus years and in agency land for almost as long, working with some of the largest and most successful businesses in the space globally. For those of you who haven't yet read any of his books on selling, you can pick up and learn quite a good deal from his book, Catalyst, where he helps you turn contacts into contracts. And also, I'd highly recommend his other title, Pitching to Win, where he guides you through the art and science of crafting the perfect value-led pitch to ensure you smash it out of the park. I know he's about to head out to Singapore to work with a new client, but before that, I've got him here today with his feet on the ground to share some of his insights and experience. David, welcome to Waypointers. How very, very kind of you to invite me to Waypointers and happy anniversary for your 30 years, three decades of brilliance. (laughs) So lovely to be here. Thank you very much. Okay, well, today's topic we're going to get stuck into is one that I know is very much near and dear to your heart. We're going to talk about the fact that the, you know, the UK is getting into a recession. Agencies shouldn't just passively accept that, that things are going to get worse. They're going to get out there. They've got to do some stuff to survive in times of economic downturn. The best agencies won't just survive, they're going to thrive. And David, you've been very outspoken about how recessions can actually be good for business. So can you sort of open up and explain a little bit about why you think that? With pleasure, yeah. I like being outspoken. Uh, This is my fourth recession. Uh, I always thought it was probably time to retire after your fourth or fifth recession because you've seen these things come and go. I mean, by all accounts, according to the Bank of England, this is going to be the deepest one for 100 years. So this is a big one. Recessions normally set off a, a whole stream of concerns and worries in the business community, and quite rightly so. Do understand that. So we're not being unempathetic. However, they can be brilliant for your business. And they can also um, be very, very useful as a way of thinning out the competition. Because when we're going through good times, when we're having everything's working our way, when clients are wanting help and knocking on your door, uh, and there's a rising economic tide, it's easy, isn't it? It's easy to run a business and grow a business. But when things toughen up, and when clients stop knocking on your door, and when everybody starts hunkering down and trying to get Uh, more value out of what they're doing and worrying about spending money ahead of revenue, then it's time to test your business. It sees whether or not you're actually any good. Mm. And what we're talking about in a recession is, is trying to steal a march on the competition, trying to use it as a way of getting more share. And the way you do that is by making sure that all your systems and processes are fit for the downturn which means you have to be more organized, more planned. You have to have systems and processes. You need to use your imagination more. You need to get out in the world and go and find the business. You know, the Zulus have a brilliant expression, which is, if tomorrow fails to arrive, you must go and fetch it. (laughs) And what could be a better mantra for a recession? So they can be really, really good for business, but for good businesses who are in shape, not so good for ones that are flabby or a bit passive. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, it, it, it's, it strikes me, you know, it's kind of counterintuitive because 
recession means there's not going to be as much money out there. So you talked about the fact that it's an opportunity. So how how does that become an opportunity when people are just pulling their horns in? Well, uh, when I was when I was at Omnicom, we tried to look at what's the differentiating factor between those agencies that are still making money. This was in the recession around the early 2000s, the dot-com recession. And the ones that are losing money or not doing so well. And it's as simple as some things like this. You know, one of the common factors for the agencies that we found were doing well is when you went to visit their offices, there was no one there. And you go, well, where were they, you ask? Well, uh, they were out in the clients' buildings. They were out with clients. They were out trying to find business, walking up and down the corridors, getting to be helpful. One of the agencies we had even put in somebody uh, on secondment to work in the client's offices. They generated a million euros of additional revenue by just having somebody there. Because when clients are in the trenches, you need to be there by their side in the trenches with them, helping them. And they do have needs. They still have needs. The needs haven't gone away. In fact, they're more acute. But you have to be in proximity and you have to be hungry for those needs and try and find them and try and help clients to deliver what they need to deliver Mm -hmm. so it's not a scarcity of opportunity it's just you have to go out and find the opportunity all the agencies that didn't fare very well in the last recessions they were all hunkered down at their desks terrified they were you know they wanted to be visible to their bosses to make sure they didn't get fired because obviously the first thing that goes round is the rotor blades because people reduce headcount so they wanted to be seen to be busy but Mm. actually the really busy ones weren't there they were with their clients and that's That's the attitude that you need in a recession. It's that okay. kind of stuff. So, so getting out there and, and being with your clients is obviously a, a great thing to do. But how, how equipped are people to be able to do that? Do you know, in your experience of the agency world, are agencies all, you know, do they have the right process? Do they have the right ability? Do they have the right skill sets to actually get out there, create a, 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 a confidence with their clients and then take them into an opportunity? Or are they just too passive sitting back? I don't think there's an agency out there that would say, oh, we're very passive. But actually, when you look at what they are doing, they are. You know, there's a, we give ourselves huge grand titles, consultant this and pangalactic that. And we actually, really, what we're in the business of doing is selling. Mm. That's what we do. We sell our services and we sell help to clients who need it and our expertise. I don't know very many agencies that have invested in the good times, which is when you should invest, Mm. in the skill sets of selling, of pipeline development, of doing things methodically, of being really pared back and looking at what are we going to, how are we going to prospect, who do we want to prospect for, Mm -hmm. how are we going to get into dialogue with our prospect clients, how are we going to build a relationship with them, and then when we do eventually go to pitch, how are we going to decide which pitches to go for that aren't going Mm -hmm. to be margin dilutive, and then how are we going to ensure that we've got the systems, processes, and discipline to bring in more wins more of the time. Mm -hmm. You know, there's going to be less business out there, so you have to make sure in a recession that you bring it home when you get the opportunity to pitch but what's the point in pitching for business that is a bit flaky where you're one in a field of 10 agencies pitching for the piece of business that's going to be extracted from the client at terms that are completely uncommercially Mm. viable so we believe and i think and i know you do because we've got our joint our joint offer catalyst squared we believe that you need all of those processes in place. You need to be really systematic about how you go out into the marketplace and try to drum up business. Yep. You need to have 
uh, you know, the right procedures. You need to have the right people, the right casting to do the to do the work. You need to be out there in the market. You need to be creating more noise, not less noise in a recession. But it all has to be pointed and it has to be done methodically day mm-hmm. in, day out. And the agencies that do that reap the dividend. And the ones that don't just go by the wayside. You're exactly right, David. I mean, what I've noticed when I often speaking to agency leaders and founders, what, what they tend to do is they think, well, it, sales is such a difficult thing and we don't even like the word sales. It's seen as a bit grubby. Um, and, and therefore, they what they, they do is they think, well, I, I know I need to take control of my own growth destiny here. So what they do is they try and hire somebody who's got sales in their title and they think that's it. You know, I've hired somebody, uh, off they go, you know. Well, you know, in terms of your experience, what sort of training and skills development do you think these people are going to need in order to be successful? Well, you're right. I mean, just hiring in a hired gun, you know, there are too many new business people out there who really what they are is glorified clerks. You know, they they run the CRM system, they handle the mailers, they put together the tender documents. They're not really business developers. They are people who enable the frontline people, the client handlers and the management teams, et cetera, to pull together the the stuff in the background to do new business and pitching. Everybody who has a client relationship is in business development, but most of them aren't trained on any of this. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I mean, s- selling is a dirty word. We get We get very sort of coy about oh i'm not a salesman yes you are Mm -hmm. uh you know you've got to be and you've got to embrace it because actually selling when it's done as an art form is beautiful to listen to and watch because Mm -hmm. it's a process like anything it's a way of doing things there aren't born salespeople. you can train and learn this it's a skill Mm -hmm. but if you invest in the skill to develop it you get your top people able to have a structured conversation with a client prospect you'll walk away with a deal Mm. Um, but if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know how to do that and it's all sporadic and you just think, well, we'll give it to Joe Bloggs or we'll, even worse, we'll outsource it to a cold calling oh, company. Yeah. Ugh, makes us shudder. <laughs> uh, you know, don't do that. That is a total dereliction of responsibility and it will not work, I mm. promise you. I think that's critical. You talk about their responsibility. You've got to actually own this, don't you? You've got to grab this and own it and, and make it happen. You can't just outsource it to somebody else and hope that it'll happen. No, you can't. Uh, I think, but what you can do is reach out for help, mm-hmm. and um, you know that's what that's what you've been doing for your thirty years. Mm-hmm. What I've been doing for my my time in business, you know, you need to you need to you need to look at this dispassionately, and you, and it sometimes helps to get outsiders, people like us, mm-hmm. to come in and help look at what's working, what's not working, where you Mm. need some fixes, where you need some coaching, where you need some development in Mm. order to make every opportunity, whether it's on email, whether it's on the phone, whether it's on a video call or face-to-face land with a a prospect client. You know, I mean, I think we talked about five things that people should do. Mm -hmm. You know, the first one is, I think, we're going into a recession. It's already here. So this has become urgent. So the first thing to do is sort of recognize that there are things you might be doing or not doing that need to change Mm -hmm. and that we need to change now. Now is the time. So you need somebody maybe to sit down and audit what is your new business process? Is there a process? Is it working as well as it could or does it need to be modified? Mm -hmm. The second one I think will be to assess it. You know, what's your outbound? What's your marketing strategy? Is it going to work in a recession? Are you sending out messages and having conversations with clients and prospect clients which resonate yeah. uh, in these times and that are relevant to the things they're worrying about? You don't want to be out of sync with that. 
Third thing, you need a you know a value-led sales process. Most sell selling is sort of sporadic and all over the place. You know, we're in the, the business of, of profitable sales, mm -hmm. sales where we get, you know, proper margin um, in, in return for doing things which will help grow your client's business. So we need to have a look at all of that. Uh, is the proposition working? Mm -hmm. have, we got, have we got an offer for the marketplace that's appropriate? And then the other thing is, um, why, why is it? I've never understood. Why do, why do chief executives and, and senior people in agencies think that if they just turn a switch in their head, they'll be brilliant? You know, they'll turn up at a client prospect, not having done this terribly methodically for, you know, half a decade, and then they'll turn it on and they'll be brilliant. You've got to practice this. You know, you, you rehearse do. pitches, or if you don't, then God help you. Yeah. But if you, you know, you've got to you practice pitches. What about practicing the sales conversation? What about practicing the negotiation? Mm -hmm. What about practicing all the elements so that you know when you actually turn up in front of a client that dialogue will be driven towards a commercial solution and a conclusion where the commitment is made from the client you know if you don't know how to do that there's lots of help available we can help there are lots of other places mm -hmm. that can help but for goodness sakes don't go in blind this yeah. this takes uh, discipline and procedure and practice and then finally once your team has done it or once your management team's done it, how about getting it spread through the whole organization? You know, if you get it spread through the whole organization, then you're going to be, you're going to have a, a deep ability amongst all your people to be out there in the client community, searching out opportunity and then converting it. Don't leave it to just a few people. You're, you're exactly right. I think, you know, the, the businesses I've seen where they make the best success of this is where they make it a cultural norm across their business. They all have the same language. They all talk to the same things. They're all focusing on on the various elements of the sales process. And what they're not doing is hiding away from it and saying, well, that's somebody else's department. You know, it's not enough to rely on the fact that you've won some awards to attract all the business that you're going to need as, as a growth uh, a growth agency. So you've got to be proactive, absolutely, categorically. So, David, you've mentioned a few times Catalyst Squared. So it would be good if you could explain to the uh, listenership here exactly why we conceive Catalyst Squared. What, what was it for? What's it about? Can you give us some sort of feel for that? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, I've known Waypoint for quite a long time. And uh, when you when you came on board, we met and I think we just felt very simpatico. We'd done, we had the same approach to this subject of business development and selling mm -hmm. and how to grow business. And it just felt like a really good meeting of minds. And we produced the book Catalyst and that's sort of our philosophy of how to sell, which is basically stop selling and start helping. And if you help, you're beautifully positioned to help people when they do need you. Yep. And it's as simple as that. But you obviously felt simpatico with that. But the, the wonderfully complimentary thing about us is you bring rigor and science and discipline to the sales process. Mm -hmm. And that is invaluable at all times, let alone in a recession. You know, there's something incredibly attractive about doing things day in, day out, doing things with a with a with an aim in mind and a process uh, there. And my sort of shtick has always been about the alliance of that sort of discipline, but to imagination and flair. 
You know, I mean, agencies are very good at imagination and flair, but you can't just rely on imagination and flair and sort of being nice and charming Mm -hmm. and being helpful. You've got to have rigor behind it. Equally, you can't just have a mechanistic process that doesn't have life breathed into it by, by people being able to connect and build relationships with clients. So Catalyst Squared was our attempt to bring together science and art to, to, to make magic. And the little analogy that I think we all sort of reacted to is, you know, Disney films, which are probably some of the most successful movies of all time, they are written to a formula. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a definite formula that Disney uses that you can trace through the arc of the narrative of the film, whatever the film is, whether it's Mickey Mouse or Finding Nemo or Mulan or any of them. But what they are brilliant at is infusing that formula with magic. Yeah. And the two of those things combine to make an absolutely transformative experience for the viewer. And that's what Catalyst Squared attempts to do for agencies trying to cultivate relationships exactly, with clients. Yeah. Uh, so it's bringing those two things together. Given that ability to be repeatable and scalable, um, allowing you to do something that isn't just a one-off, absolutely is yeah. the case. And I think, you know, the, the methodology that I brought to the table is very much comes from, from my time in the software space, which, you know, has been tried and tested the world over. So, the, the, you know, bringing together the, the, the magic, as you say, of the combination of science and art is, is where you can really make a difference. So, yeah, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing how, how people, uh, you know, embrace the Catalyst Squared principles. Well, it is. It's a, I think it's a really, you know, it's a very powerful thing. We know it produces scalable, repeatable, sustainable results. We can demonstrate, you know, multiple effect for the investment. So when better than in a recession to produce something that can help, help people practically through what is going to be really challenging times? David, you've highlighted quite a number of points there, which I hope people will find reasonably interesting because they're, they're critical to what they need to do in order to be successful. What do you mean reasonably? Well, you know what I mean. This, this is gold. This is gold <laughs> dust. It's not reasonably interesting. This is the difference between survival and thriving. It is indeed. In fact, I should probably say again, it's been great that you've shared those really valuable points, David, rather than the reasonable ones. <laughs> Anyway, so we're coming to a conclusion now. So, David, just tell me, then, give me your personal predictions for how you think this current economic climate is going to affect the agency landscape. I think it's going to be brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's going to be consolidation. I mean, I, funnily enough, last week I was working with an agency in Canada and just giving them the tools to their client people, the tools to have a strategic sales conversation with a client was like a huge relief. Mm. Suddenly it gave them something to get their teeth into. They could look at the client from a different point of view and bring more value to their clients. You know, we're going to have to invest. I know that the first thing that goes is training. I know the first mm. thing that goes under the under the hammer is uh, marketing spend and everything else. But you've got to do it. You've got mm. to get your people fit. Otherwise, you're going to get swallowed up and disappear. Mm -hmm. So I think there's going to be consolidation. I think quite a lot of agencies will join forces or rationalize, as the holding companies uh, uh, like to say. I think there's going to be, as ever, in a recession, there's going to be a flight to quality. You know, if people are really good at what they do and they can put a good sales pitch together, then that will work massively in your favor. If you're really good at what you do, there's always a market for that. So I think the good will thrive. The really good will absolutely go gangbusters on this. There's so much opportunity out there. If you know how to rootle about it, it's like 
hunting for truffles. You've got to, you know, you've got to have a nose for it and you've got to get in there. Um, and if you do, then you'll be rewarded. If you sit back and wait for people to queue at the door, mm. uh, that's not going to work. You know, the role of intermediaries, they're going to be even more important, you know, getting mm. out there and talking with them. You've got to have many touch points on the marketplace and you've got to try and get out there and, and, and set your stall out. So be be above the parapet. Don't just hunker down. It's not going to work. Mm. Brilliant. Okay, so David, so my summary on this is you, you've said there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers, and it sounds like you get to choose which one you're going to be if you're proactive and, and don't sit on your hands and do something positive. David, it's been fascinating to hear from you. Thank you for bringing your experience to the, this podcast uh, and for spending time with you this morning. All the best on your trip to Singapore. How very kind of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, I'm going out selling, so... I practice what I preach, so that'll be fun. All right, thanks, Phil. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you for listening to Waypointers. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more from agency and technology leaders, please subscribe to Waypointers wherever you get your podcasts. This series is brought to you by Waypoint Partners, leading global growth and M&A advisory firm specialising in the creative and tech agency sectors. For bespoke advice on growing your agency, please visit waypointpartners.co.uk and follow Waypoint Partners on social media.